I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. For the first minute or so of Like Someone in Love, black screen, white titles, jazz piano, you could mistake this mysteriously beautiful meditation on the ways of love for a film by Woody Allen. But the resemblance stops at the music. The setting is Tokyo, brooding sumptuously, and the filmmaker is Abbas Kiarostami. He's an Iranian by birth and nationality, but a distinguished citizen of world cinema. And in listening to the music, you could take Ella Fitzgerald's rendition of the title song to be the main thematic cue. Yet an equally pointed comment on the haunting tale comes from Duke Ellington's solitude. A young woman and two men make up the unlikely and dangerously unstable triangle of the plot, which turns on mistaken identities. Aki is a student who moonlights as a call girl and conceals her night work from her possessive and occasionally violent boyfriend, Noriaki. Irresistibly pretty and sweetly vague, Aki is dispatched to the suburbs to visit a special client, or so she's told. He turns out to be a professor of sociology, Takashi, an elderly widower who's understandably enchanted by his sexy visitor, but not, as Aki fails to understand, so much interested in having sex with her as in the exquisite pleasure of her company. There is love, the movie tells us, and then there is love. Understanding is in short supply on all sides, and it keeps getting clouded by the folly of youth, the parallel folly of age. Takashi says at several points that everything will work out, but it won't, and by a loneliness that amounts to solitary confinement. Abbas Kiarostami is a poet of the oblique, as in his previous film, Certified Copy, which was set in Tuscany and his first feature to be made outside Iran, what people think can be inferred, though only up to a point, from what they say, and what they say can be less revealing than what's left unsaid. The movie's most extraordinary sequence is preceded by evasion. Aki chooses to ignore an affecting barrage of phone calls from her grandmother, who's come to town for the day and desperately wants to see her. Later that evening, she takes a long cab ride to the professor's house, and her guilt and regrets and nostalgia for some sweeter time play out wordlessly on her face. The camera turns away from her only to register what she sees, an endless ribbon of flickering neon and soulless streets. All of this may sound impossibly humorless, but like someone in love does have its playful side. At certain moments you can't tell and aren't supposed to who's talking to whom just outside the camera's frame. And lustrously photographed reflections play their own intricate games. Still, the greatest fascination is watching these three people when they're planted firmly inside the frame talking at cross-purposes while trying to perceive one another in the reflected light of their needs and risky assumptions. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.